Oh, baby, Ben. Do you know what week it is? Please tell me that it is the beginning of NFL football, regular season, Dallas Cowboys. Oh, fuck yes. There is not one weekend for the rest of this year where we will not be watching football, baby. Oh, it feels so good to be back. I barely made it, dude. I barely made it this time. Like, when we got to that, you know, like the July where it's like you turn on ESPN and it's like Little League World Series. Ugh. And you're just like, oh, good God, dude. And then like, through, dude, like, like, you've binge watched like four series already in Netflix and, yeah. and stars, whatever you're watching. And you're just so ready. You're scraping the bottom to- of the barrel on, on series. You're like, oh, I heard Weeds was good. And you're like, fucking watching that shit or something horrible. You're just like, I never watched the last two seasons of Dexter that everyone's yeah, seen. My guilty pleasure will be like, well, 13 reasons why? Why not? A high school show yeah, with no, drama? No, hell yeah, yeah, dude. Hell yeah. <laughs> that but never yeah, would happen are, at any high school? Hell yeah. We are back. It is game week. 325 Central Standard Time. This weekend, your Dallas Cowboys will be playing the New York Giants. And of course, it will be covered by the two of us. I'm Andy Gatelli. Benjamin T. Walker. This is Boys Will Be Boys Season 3. Third time's a charm, baby. Best season yet. Y'all hear the music. Y'all know the vibes. Three fast, three furious, back better than ever. This is the um, Tokyo Drift of boys will be boys which everyone knows was the best of the series like the well i had a little bow wow in it that was about it <laughs> it didn't even have it literally didn't even have dominic toretto but that's unfortunately okay. unfortunately we've been off for two weeks we just kind of let life get in the way ben had a little you moved in with your lady yes i've been i've been moving we also took a, a vacay we were on the beach of galveston when we goat also moved in I did. I moved in with my lady as well. Um, So we're in a new crib. And then Ben and I were together at our Fantasy Football League's uh, annual owners meeting on the coast of Galveston. Shout out to Drew Wallace for letting us crash at his really super dope beach house. That was an awesome weekend. Yeah, we did not actually go to Cabo with Ezekiel Elliott. Um, But we were on the beach, and we did come back with a new tan, like I promised, on the Twitter, so I didn't really lie to you. Guys. So we're not liars. We're not liars. Um, and in that, and in the meantime, a lot of stuff happened with the Cowboys. We're going to get into all of it. Um, we got some preseason to wrap up for you guys. We got, of course, the mandatory Ezekiel Elliott discussion, Hashtag and then we're going to get into Zeke a little watch. Zeke watches in full effect. And then we're going to get into a little 2019 season breakdown, including a preview of this weekend's upcoming matchup with the Giants. So we've got a lot to get to. Let's dive right in. So, Ben, uh, I'm sure you went back. You watched some highlights, um, definitely of, of the third preseason game because that was kind of the quote-unquote dress rehearsal. Yes, um, we were. this was when we were on the beach. Goat was uh, – he got up there early, got a prime seat. Your boy was getting a little boozy down on the beach, didn't quite make it up there in time, uh, threw back a few too many that night to uh, to catch everything in full. So I will say I caught it uh, – Caught a little bit of it live, though, and then I went back, saw the highlights, but uh, it was an ass-beating, man. 34 nothing. the Cowboys beat the Texans. Obviously, doesn't really count. It's preseason. But with the starters out there, it was an absolute ass-kicking. Uh, Dak, he had one drive, threw a touchdown pass to my boy MG, Michael Gallup, um, which you love seeing that. 
Uh, Tony Pollard did his thing yet again. Um, and the Cowboys, uh, we had so many penalties. Many. It's almost like we could have had even more touchdowns from those. I'm guys. trying to remember. I, I'm going to pull it up right now, but man, the, uh, Which the, one? I'm trying to remember the, uh, the defensive box score was super insane. This game, like the, I, I believe the defense had like two sacks on the first possession. I'm pulling it up right now as I stumble around trying to. Yeah, they. So the defense ended up with eight sacks on the night, including two for Taco. Um, correct. Taco Charlton had two sacks, a pass defense, and a force fumble. Um, do you think he played himself onto the squad that night, or do you think he was always going to make it? That's a tough call. There was a lot of rumblings that he wasn't going to be on this team. I think that for me, what really I said it myself, what really saved him is. Yeah, definitely. I think what really saved Taco is that he was a first-round pick and the contract would be a bitch to dump. Um, if Taco was like a fourth-round guy, I don't think he makes it. But he flashed, you know, what the Cowboys saw when they tried to when they took him with that first-round pick. Um, he was balling all night. Uh, like I said, two, two sacks, uh, a turnover. Um, you know, the defense was going off in general. Kerry Hyder had two sacks. Christian Covington had a sack. Joe Jackson, Dorrance Armstrong, and Tristan Hill all had half a sack, as well as Daniel Wise. Um, in general, the Cowboys ended up with two interceptions and four total turnovers. Um, so it was a it was a, just an absolute defensive ass-kicking, which was really awesome to see. Um, offensively, um, obviously, they scored 34 points, so they didn't do too bad. Jordan Chun did his thing. Uh, Alfred Morris scored a touchdown, which was awesome to see. Mike White threw his only touchdown of the preseason before getting cut. We'll get to the roster moves shortly. Um, and like I said, Dak played one one series, um, threw a really ugly pass to start the series, which really concerned me, but then came back and threw a sick TD to Michael Gallup. He's, he's um, good at those almost picks, man. Most definitely. Um, and then Gallup had a second touchdown, which was way nastier, but that got called back on a holding penalty away from the play. And on the next play, Pollard took a 40-yard screen to the house, and that got called back. So this could have been significantly worse for the Texans. Um, but all in all, they shut down Watson. Deshaun Watson ended up going 0-for-0 zero zero with a sack and a turnover. That was his only series of the game. Um, Lamar Miller, unfortunately, got... Uh, on his first carry from scrimmage, Malik Collins just destroyed him up the middle and took him out of the game and then actually ended up ending his season. So that's really unfortunate. Lamar Miller's a really cool dude, and you hate to see any kind of injury. Um, we'll say it is awesome to see Malik Collins being a game-breaker, though. That's what we've been kind of waiting on. He's had so many injury issues when he's on the field. He's been great. Had a great rookie year with six sacks. And you say uh, contract yeah. year too. I mean, he's he's primed. He's one of those names that's been talked about uh, in camp heavily. So yeah, it was good to see that man. I mean, like you said, hate to see what happened to Lamar Miller. Um, we literally broke the Texans' O line so hard is that they went out and traded their entire team to bring in a new O lineman, uh, their entire future. But bro, okay, we're gonna. I mean, we can just talk about this now. This morning, the Cowboys signed uh, Lel Collins to a five year extension, five years yep. for fifty million. And I saw a lot of people complaining about this. Dude, we just watched the Houston Texans trade two firsts and a second for Laramie fucking Tunzel. And people are bitching about getting a solid right tackle for $5 million cheaper than he would have got on the open market. You know how much the Texans would love to have Lael Collins you know, right now? 
I heard someone say this, and I agree. In a vacuum, I love the Lael deal, and so that's what matters. The only thing that is even puzzling is like, man, are we really going to pay four O-linemen, like good fucking O-linemen money? Like that's a sure. lot to sink in. Um, especially it also, when he, it does free up some cap space just, this year. Yeah, but especially when you just put a second rounder in, in Connor Williams and now a third rounder in McGovern. Um, I don't think you can ever have too much O-line, but I get people's hesitancy. But people need to realize we have a lot of money. We have a lot yeah. of money. We got like and, 80 million in cap space next year. Like, yeah, exactly. So I'll say this. We can I think the LL deal is a sign that maybe unlike our Cowboys that, and I'm referring to the subreddit there, maybe the Cowboys front office isn't convinced that Connor Williams, despite becoming a thick boy in the off season, maybe they don't think he's going to be an elite offensive lineman. Well, maybe they're ne- McGovern going to IR like, well, it's clear they're not going to move him to right tackle now. Like the, a lot of people thought the plan was, which I don't know why people think they're just going to move Let guards and tackles around like it's college football. Yeah. yeah, like people just don't do that the way they do in college anyway. So anyway, he was never going to move to right tackle. He's going to stay at guard. That's still probably our weakest position on the O-line is left guard. Um, so positive things from, from preseason we haven't harped on as much is Travis Frederick looks back to himself. Pro Football Focus even did Dude, their little O-line balling. grades and gave him very solid pass and run blocking grades, saying that he looks back in form. Obviously, Zach Martin is the best, maybe the best O-lineman in football, but the best right guard. And, and what was awesome with Frederick was he was not only doing like a really great job on the run and pass protection, but we saw him doing what Joe Looney can't. Like, all respect to Joe Looney, he did an amazing job stepping up last year. But like in some of these plays, you see Travis Frederick just pancake his initial block and then get to the second level and throw a block on that guy and just spring like like Tony Pollard's touchdown in week two of preseason. That's all Travis Frederick. So it's awesome to see Frederick back in form. Um, another bright spot, man. We got to talk about this kid, Donovan Wilson. Um, yeah, man. I mean, he was probably a bubble kid coming in as a, as a late round draft pick this season. Sixth round pick. But uh, kid, kid balled. He had three picks in four preseason games. Um, laid the wood a couple times, and is now in talks that he may he may not start week one. But I was going to say, gonna, have you heard these? Have you heard the chatter that he may replace Jeff Heath? Yeah, as the, as the starter, they're at least going to split some snaps. I think. And I'll tell you what, if if you're telling me I get X, aka Hollywood's, lining up next to this wood layer. Donovan Wilson, who's a ball hawk, that sounds pretty tight. And everything I've read says Richard just loves this kid. Thinks he's like the next Earl Thomas. Yeah. Yeah. So, so those are some bright spots from the preseason. We played a fourth game against the Bucks. Not a ton to report there. The fourth preseason game is always kind of a joke. Um, yeah, it's, yeah, I mean, at this point, NFL teams just don't want to risk anyone getting injured, especially, I mean, once the Texans lost Lamar, they kind of punted the rest of the night, which is also why yeah. we beat the shit out of them. But, um, yeah, the fourth game of, you know, I saw some highlights, you know, Wilson got another pick. That was cool. They even sat Tony Pollard, which lets them know what they think what's going on with Zeke. Um, didn't even want to risk him getting injured. So none of the, none of the starters were out there getting reps in that game. Yeah, and then that led into the kind of finalization of the Cowboys roster going into the season. So we are now at the 53. Um, We're really kind of in a weird spot because we're going to have to make two more cuts in the coming weeks because we have 53 right now. But 
Zeke's going to come back. Quinn's going to come off a suspension. So that's going to be two more guys we're going to have to lose. And then potentially Randy Gregory as well. So uh, any surprise cuts for you, Ben? Did you see anyone? Did anyone get cut or did anyone stay that was surprising to you? No, we talked to you. Taco played his way on. Kerry Hyder playing his way on. I I didn't quite know if that would happen. But, uh, you know, they did go ahead and take 10 O-linemen in. He may be the first guy out when um, uh, oh, Robert Quinn comes back. Yes, yeah, sorry, 10 D lineman. Yes. Uh, he may be the first one. I, I was kind of surprised, but, you know, he had a nice little offseason. Um, I'm really trying to think. I didn't have one that just kind of jaw dropped me. My boy from the U, probably Mike Jackson. Jackson. Oh, Mike Jackson. Yeah. Yeah. Joe Jackson made the roster. Mike jo- Jackson, after uh, being selected like 165, I think fifth round, uh, did not make the squad you know i love those you dudes so that one he was he was tied he just had that one really bad game um receiver was a position there was a lot of debate around if they would keep five or six um they kept five um devin smith made the roster which he was surprised he me on. too um i was kind of surprised that cedric wilson did not make the roster he had a good preseason and he was a relatively you know a mid-round draft pick just a year ago um, sat out all of his rookie year with an injury, but came on pretty strong, had a great punt return, had some great catches in the preseason. Um, so yeah, he did make the practice squad, so he's still in the building, but definitely a, a kind of a surprise given that if, if you told me at the beginning of preseason that Devin Smith was going to be the fifth receiver on this team, I wouldn't have even known who that was. Yeah. You know, Devin Smith, a uh, former Ohio state product, uh, and they love those Ohio State kids. I think we have six on the roster right now. Yeah. Um, you know, he's – because also Mike Weber got cut and brought back to the practice squad. Um, I don't think that was a huge shock, but uh, that's where he is currently. So Devin Smith, though, was a, a second-round pick by the Jets, got cut, wasn't very good there, was hurt a few few times, um, came over to Dallas. And, you know, it, he really had to outplay these guys to get the spot because to outplay a – a younger player who has more control on the team, like a Cedric Wilson, you have to, I think go above and beyond for them to want to take the gamble on a one year guy that they're only going to be able to control for that year. And he did that. So hopefully, you know, we, we see flashes of what made him there. I mean, he is at the end of the day going to be our, what our fifth receiver. So I don't think we'll see much of him, but you know, if he gives you a Bryce Butler esque game every now and then, and not that I was the highest on Butler, but you know, gives that one big catch in a game, then, you know, that'd be cool to see. Totally agree. Um, yeah, it was it was an interesting decision. I definitely think that Devin outplayed. He played his way onto the end of that spot, and he looks really good. I hope he can stay healthy. That's what kind of derailed his career originally was uh, some knee issues. Um, I believe he tore both ACLs in separate incidents, so you, you hope that his knees are in a good enough spot now where he can play consistently. Um, uh, on in the running back space, uh, Jordan Chun was released and then brought back to the practice squad and then promoted to the 53. So currently, your third running back is Jordan Chun. Now, obviously, that is kind of just warming the, the spot for when Zeke is signed. Um, he'll go back down to the practice squad or be re-released heard, or something. I've heard, yeah, you, you could be right. He might go back practice squad. I've also heard if Zeke comes back, they may cut Morris all together and then just have, cause they like Chun as a special teamer a little bit, but either Jared way, Goff just got his extension by the way. 
Oh yeah, what were the numbers on four, that? Four years, one hundred and thirty-four million with one hundred and ten guaranteed. Ooh. Most guaranteed money in any contract ever. One hundred and ten mil guaranteed. So what's that? Four for one thirty-four. Yeah, and it's uh, twenty-seven five a year guaranteed. Damn. So he got more than Wentz then. Yeah, yeah, he got about two million total more than Wentz. Um, so okay. yeah, hell of a deal. I mean, good for him. He went to the Super Bowl. He was in a good bargaining position. I was gonna say. I mean, that doesn't. I don't think that changes Dak's price. He's coming in right about where those two were, at least in my head. But maybe, maybe if anything, it like locks him in Dak's closer to that number. You know? Yeah, I would think so. I mean, if Wentz and Goff, they're all part of the same draft and all have been very successful. Um, yeah, I would think he came in there. So that's that's. But that guaranteed money is interesting. One ten is whew, super. That huge. is huge. Rams sign big deals, dude. Without hesitation, they just roll over for guys. They Goff, Gurley, like they spend the loot when it comes to the big boys. So speaking of big boys, we will use that to transition to a still unsigned running back for the Dallas Cowboys. Well, Ezekiel Elliott. Man. This has just been like the worst roller coaster. Like if you're following this on Twitter, it's just uh, Cowboys and Zeke close on a deal, c- crossing the I's and dotting the T's, and then another one will come out with like sources say it is actually not close, and they're don't not even talking. Like <laughs> it's like it's gone it, back and forth. It's like a middle school like a uh, like gossip between. It, it just keeps going back and forth, and the story just keeps changing depending on yeah. who you talk to at lunch period or who you run into. Now the, and so you don't the, know what to believe. You're like what? the latest like, rumor. Fine. Oh, just kidding. The latest rumor, and this is kind of just like you know, is it confirmed? It's been it's been reported by some pretty reliable names, is that the Cowboys and Zeke are quote, and this comes from Zeke's agent, are quote very very close on a deal. Um, Zeke did fly back from Cabo this afternoon, and they are meeting. Zeke and his agent are meeting with the Cowboys at the facility as we speak. Um, and the number that has been floated is six years. $90 million, which would be the largest running back contract, not only in the league now, but ever. Um, $15 million a year. Ben, what do you think of six years? What do you think of 15 a season? So this is a six-year extension, so that would mean we already have him on this year because, remember, it's not in a contract year, and, and we have year. him on next year. So this would basically mean we have eight more years, which would take this into – Zeke being 32 and on this team. So if that's true, it was that's a cowboy a for life to me. arrangement. I don't know how I feel about having this offense run through Zeke for the next practically decade. Um, okay. But for- we, we both know that it, it'll all depend on what the guaranteed money yes, is because yeah, it's, it could exactly really be a four year deal. That's going to be my caveat. Yeah. It could depend how front loaded this deal is, how much guarantee, when are the outs on this deal? Like Tyrone Smith signed a 10 year deal after the extension, but really the outs were after like six, seven years. You could pretty much get out for free, I think. Yeah. Or very little dead money. I imagine that's what they'd want to do with Zeke, even if he was signed, even that's true for, for six extra years. They'd probably want, I would say, outs at no longer than. Four years, three years, yeah, um, and probably some uh, some behavior clause type arrangements. 
So that's the rumor now. Are they are they arguing about guarantee money? Other people say they're arguing about when the payout's going to be. You know, what's the exact language going the to structure, be? Structure, yeah, yeah. So when, yeah, basically, when does he see that money? At what point? But basically, all the 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 general outline is complete. So if that's true, um, that's a huge number, bigger than I thought. I mean, we were talking Gurley was what same fifteen, but four for sixty. So this would be two extra years and at the same average annual salary, which once yeah. again, you're correct. It all means it all really depends in this world at guarantee money, but uh, that's huge, man. Yeah. It's enormous. Um, I mean, I I'm in a weird position with it. I'm like at the point now where I'm just like, I am so like looking, I'm looking at Sunday and I want to beat the giants. And I feel like I'm hyped enough right now that I just want this season to go well. I'm not looking down the road, which obviously I, I have the luxury of doing the Cowboys management does not have the luxury of like, just like not looking into next year or caring about what happens. Um, And so I just want the deal done period. If six years, 90 million is what it takes to get it done. Then so be it. We'll figure it out later. I want Zeke on the field and ready to rock because this is the year like this I know I say it's the year every year, but this <laughs> year has the real potential to be a Cowboys getting a shot at the Super Bowl. They're one of the most talented rosters in the NFL on both sides of the ball. They have taken huge steps forward in every area of concern. This is uh we need to have Zeke Elliott in pads and ready to rock. I'm with you that I want him there. I I think at this point, yeah, you know, we we I'm in pretty much agreement with you at this point. This team is so talented. I think you need to take your best shot, and your best shot includes the guy who you've handed the ball to 350 times pretty much every every season. Uh, and he's been the rushing leader two of the three years, would have been all three if you had him. So you're basically your offense has run completely around this piece. I don't think you can afford to not have him out there if you're really wanting to to seriously contend for the Super Bowl. Yeah. So, yeah, if, if that's what they decide to give a man, I'm not going to be throwing a fit about it, you know, at least not this year. You know, <laughs> talk to me two, three years, and we'll see. But. Yeah, and like we said from the start, like, at least we know what we're getting here. If they give Dak the biggest contract True. in the history of football, there'll be a lot more question marks about that. With Zeke, it's like, well, the market is what it is, and he has absolutely proven to be the best in the business. Pay the man. So, We'll see. As, as like I said, as we speak, they are in Frisco at the Star, having discussions. The rumor is that there's going to be a press conference tomorrow, where they will, they at least they assume right now. Both sides assume that it will be done. Um, and tomorrow is also the last padded practice of the week for the Cowboys. So, yeah, he has him. to sign pretty much after. By the time this pod, you guys are listening to it. It'll probably be Wednesday or Thursday. He needs if he's not reported, then he's not playing week one. So Yeah. And so the only real deadline for Zeke, if he wants to play, it's immediately. If he doesn't care about playing, he needs to sign by three PM on Saturday because otherwise he misses a game check. So Correct. that's really the only thing there. So well, I, I mean I would assume- spot and flying back from Cabo. 
So yeah. there's what's funny with his whole team, was, his agent was with him. Like everyone yeah. in the entourage was with him coming back from Cabo. The entire media um, was lined up outside the airport, uh, ready. They to- followed him. They followed his car from the airport <laughs> to the the facility with a helicopter. Like it's so ridiculous, dude. Yeah, I love this team. It 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 never ceases to amaze me just how much it, attention the Dallas Cowboys get. It's insane. My my gut tells me though that this gets done tonight. And that we see an announcement tomorrow morning. I can't imagine. As Jerry said, when does he not get a deal done? I Unless Zeke's camp is just being completely unreasonable, I can't see this not getting done. Yeah, totally agree. Totally agree. So, with that said, we, uh, we are all waiting to see if Zeke will be ready to take the field this weekend against the New York football giants. Um, currently, the Cowboys are a seven-point favorite against New York, which is a pretty big spread, especially for a division it game is. in the NFC East. It is. So, um, go. how do you want to do this? you want to do Giants preview first, or you want to briefly just point out the the season we're about to take? This is what we're about we to go, together and, and give yeah, our... Yeah, we can go game to game real quick, go through the season, and then we'll come back to the, okay. the Giants preview. Yeah. So, we've got the Giants, um, seven-point favorite at home, I, I would have to say I think we win this one. Um, yes. I think we can beat the Giants without Zeke. Quite frankly, I think I don't think he affects team. the line. I mean, I, I literally don't think yeah. Vegas will move the line if he reports or not. At most, a half point. And yeah. So, so I mean, I think the Giants are a bad team. And everything except their running back is subpar. Yeah, the, the receivers are completely depleted. They're starting a quarterback that, according to Vegas, is the worst quarterback of any player in the league so that's a little faith they have um yeah I, I think this is a win all the way it needs to be um and if it's not then <laughs> something's gone really awry yeah then we're in, then we're in real trouble um okay so i guess we're, we're both one and know there um yep. next up we have the washington redskins uh the r words sir sir Yes. Please do not you. curse on this family friendly pod. <laughs> so I'm I'm getting a piece of paper out to to track our record here. Okay, yeah. Um, oh, you gonna, you're gonna hold our feet to the fire on these? Yeah, I gotta you gotta have this uh written down so that it counts. I usually uh, just talk out my ass and hope that nobody's gonna call me out, but okay. We'll see what happens here. I'll keep my own sheet so that I can pencil whip you. There you go. Um so the line is not out yet for the uh the Washington game, but we do play uh, at Washington, so we'll be at FedEx. Um, you know, this is another bad team, dude. Uh, they Their quarterback situation is pretty awful. Their best offensive lineman is refusing to play because their organization is so terrible. They do not have really any weapons on offense that scare me. They have some good players on defense, but uh, I, I don't see it. I think... Uh, think the Cowboys take this one as well yeah I, I agree with you I mean this this Washington team is just not very good I mean if you look at Vegas and we can even roll this into the next one we play three of the worst projected teams in the league to begin the season three teams that the quarterbacks you're facing may be Eli Manning Case Keenum and Ryan Fitzpatrick and yeah. if not, then you're playing like a either a rookie or second year player that's completely unproven in his first game or 
one of the very few if it turns out Rosen is starting by the Dolphins. But these are three very, very bad teams. The Dolphins also shipped their entire team out. That's week three. So I'm going to go win against the, the R-Words and win against the Dolphins. And I think for the first time in a long time, we start 3-0, and buddy. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, the real first test will come in week four when we go to New Orleans to play the Saints. Um, you know, obviously the Saints were a bad call away from the Super Bowl last year. Um, mm-hmm. Tremendously talented team with a lot of playmakers. Sunday night uh, football we'll too. Sunday night football. They're going to be, you know, wanting revenge after the Cowboys beat them last year. Um, I, I'm going to, you know, my my heart wants me to believe we're going to win this game, but I think this is probably our first loss. I don't hate that project that prediction. We tend to play the Saints very, very well, Andy. So I'm going to go ahead and say we start four and zero, man. Damn, I, I would we, love that so much. I think um, you know this is going to be a very good team, but yeah, I'm going. I'm going four and zero, dude. Oh, that'd be so tight. We the hype train will be so real if we're four and zero and beat the Saints at home. Um, week five is against the Packers. It's in Dallas. Um, you know, Aaron Rodgers, he's done a lot of damage to the boys over the years. Um, I think we win this one though. I just don't see the Packers as having enough playmakers to counter what Dallas brings to the table. A lot of what the last time we played the Packers, a lot of what they did was just like taking advantage of mismatches against linebackers in the middle and coverage and doing all those short routes. That's not going to be able to work this time. We've seen before the Aaron Rodgers, the way to beat him when you're the Cowboys anyways, to get consistent pass rush. And I think that's what we're going to have. So going Cowboys beat the Packers. Oh, I will finally project the loss. I say we go down. Uh, That guy is still in my nightmares. So many good teams have been ruined by this asshole. But um, yeah, they got a new coach. I think they'll be a little bit better this year. Um, yeah, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say that's our first loss, Andy. Even at home, that uh, makes sense. I'm gonna go Packers. Week six, we play the Jets. Uh, the big the headline road. here, obviously, being that we're going to their house and we're playing Le'Veon Bell. Um, quite frankly, I I'm not that scared of Bell. Um, I think that they're the rest of their team is pretty garbage, and I think our defensive line and linebackers are want some of if not the best in the league and i think we can contain him i'm not scared of darnold um i think the cowboys beat the jets yep i'm gonna pile on and say a win as well so we're both projecting a crazy five and one start here and Uh, then the division games dude so first home against the eagles um, you know, this is the team that everyone has us projected as like, this is going to be our, our, uh, our competition for the title, uh, in the NFC East. A lot of people have the Eagles as being better than the Cowboys. They have all these lot of crazy people. predictions about their elite wide receivers and all this other shit. I don't agree with. Um, but, and, and honestly, I I'll say, I'll spoil a little bit. I do think we will split the series with the Eagles, but I think we're going to win this game because it's at home. Um, you know the Eagles. They've beat a. They've beat Dak Prescott one time in his career, mm-hmm. once. Dak and Zeke, and they've never beat Zeke. Zeke's undefeated, so it'll be a. I think it'll be tough to uh, for the Eagles to overcome the Cowboys, and especially the new look Cowboys mm-hmm. when they're rolling in there. You know, five and one. Gosh, I, I, I'm gonna say it's a loss. I agree that we split with them, but I think it. I'm reversing it. 
you. I, I think they go one and one, but I, I think we get the December win. That makes sense. That makes sense. Um, okay, week eight. We Another are division playing. game, the G-Men. Oh, actually, so week eight is actually our bye, so week nine. Um, yeah, so. I knew there was a bye in there somewhere. Um, so week nine, we play the G-Men in New York. I'm just still – I'm not sold on the Giants as being anything but a dumpster fire, so I'm putting a win in there. I think we sweep the Giants. They just don't have any offensive weapon that I think can do any real damage to us. Um, so, yeah, going with a W there. I'll follow a suit as well. I, I think this team's terrible. I think by this time, and I'll say it here, we'll be, we'll be facing Danny Dimes in his first Cowboys. Danny G- Dimes. I think God, Eli I is benched. Mark Lawrence ruins him. <laughs> he loves fresh meat, dude. He actually oh, hates dude. all quarterbacks, but he loves a rookie. I think he'll be sad to, to lose Eli. He lo- has a special relationship with Eli. Yeah, he loves trash-talking Eli. So week 10, we play the Vikings at home. Vikings are kind of an enigma. They were like elite two years ago and then kind of fell apart last year. And then they apparently upgraded the only position they were weak at and got worse, which was weird. Yeah, agreed. So what are you you feeling there, Ben? I'll let you go first. I'm going to predict a loss. Um, Yeah, I, I, I think... I think the Vikings are a tough team. I think they they turn it around this year. Uh, I don't think they miss the playoffs again. So I'm going to say that's a loss. That makes sense. I'm going with a win myself. Um, I think the Cowboys just get to Keenum too much, um, or not Keenum, Kirk. Um, the Cowboys just have a really great history of destroying his teams. Uh, so I'm going W there. God, um, goats we, feeling us at not eight and oh, one right hell now. Hell yeah. Week 11 at the Lions, not afraid of Detroit, quite honestly. Uh, Dak and Zeke, they do big things against Detroit. The, that continues. A yes. W 11. Stafford beat us twice his first two games, and I think we've won the last three, including a playoff matchup for what it's worth. So not that the past is always indicative of the future, but uh, yeah, they're just not very scary anymore. I mean, Stafford is who he is at this point. He's a fine player. I don't think he's ever going to be a great player like people thought. Uh, that defense still is just kind of middle of the road. People think on Johnson could be a stud. He's kind of just a guy to me. I don't think the Lions are a playoff team, so I'm going to go ahead and say I agree with you. We get the, the road win. Hell yeah. So rolling into week 12, we've got you at 6-3. and three. Yes. Seven and three. Yeah, seven and three. And you at and nine and one. Nine and one. <laughs> God, I'm such a homer. It's ridiculous. Then we go to Foxborough. Um, You're finally going to no- pull L here. Late November. Yeah, I'm going to give us a loss on this one. That would be so impressive. And believe me, I will, by that time, if we were nine and one, I'll be like, we're going to kick the shit out of the Patriots. But right now in the cold light of day, I'm saying we lose that one in Foxborough. Yeah, I'm gonna follow on with the nails. So I, I follow us to seven and four at this point. Still very respectable. Still very much in the hunt. Absolutely. I think we lose this. Uh, I'll go to the next one. We play the lowly Bills. This is our Thanksgiving Day game. We kick ass on Thanksgiving recently. I don't think Dak has lost one. Is that right? Yo, but this is Cole Beasley revenge game, dude. <laughs> oh shit, <laughs> that's true. But I, I still think it's an easy W for us. Yeah, agreed. 
Week 14, we go to Soldier Field to play the Bears. First weekend of December, it's going to be cold as shit. The Bears are pretty damn good. I'm saying this one's a loss. Uh, yeah, I'm calling it a loss as well. I mean, that's there's no shame in, in losing that game. Um, week 15, we play the Los Angeles Rams in Dallas. I'm saying they bounce back after losing to the Bears and we get a dub here. Yeah, I think revenge game. I think we get the I think we get the win from last year. I think uh I think we'll have more to play for than the Rams at that point too. I think they'll be pretty much close to locked up. I mean, not that they're going to be benching anyone, but I just think we're going to we're going to want revenge from last year. We're going to be I think in a thick um playoff hunt race. So, I'm going to say we we pull this one out. Agreed. Uh, then week 16, we play in Philly. Um, I'm saying we lose that one. Um, and you said you thought we were going to win that one. So yes, sir. We kind of flip-flopped there. Yeah, I think we win. I think we, we beat the Rams, we beat the Eagles, and then we beat the R-Words in the year. And yeah, I, agreed. And I guess it's an 11-5 and five for me, Goat. I've got 12-4. and four. Um, So high expectations on both sides. Yeah. I mean, if you unless the Eagles just really – destroy everyone other than us um that's good enough to win the division i would think. I was 11 and 5 and i was trying to be fair the worst yeah. i could say if, if one that people might also think we lose is that rams at 10 and 6 i mean i'll say this we have we have we're the gonna be 20- favored in what 14 we're gonna be favored in 12 games this year we have the 27th ranked strength of schedule yeah so we are not playing a super hard schedule. Everything is lined up for the Cowboys to do really, really well. Um, so you heard it here, folks. That is our official prediction. Ben's got 11 and five. I've got 12 and four. I'm saving this piece of paper. We'll revisit it uh, as we go through the year. And as at the end of the year, uh, as we're celebrating the Super Bowl, we'll, we'll talk about this, this day where we projected the exact record of the Dallas. And I'm going to go ahead and say Homer alert. We're winning it this year. No, it's happening. Uh, I'm not even joking. I officially think this is the year Dallas finally gets over the home. This is the year. It's the year, damn it. It's going to happen. This is the year. Um, So to to begin the year, we do have to play the New York football Giants this weekend. Uh, The Giants are kind of in a weird crossroads. They have Eli, who's, I mean, mean, not unfortunately, but like he's he's just – Flat out, probably the worst starting quarterback in the NFL right now. Um, God, he's so he bad now. Only, he's the only quarterback that Vegas adds a point to the spread for when he starts. <laughs> yeah. um, That's you can post. look that up. It's pretty terrible. Um, they are obviously they ha- still have Saquon Barkley, who is a very talented running back, uh, but on um, they do not really have the offensive line to support him. Their defense was kind of sold off piecemeal during the offseason. They lost Snacks Harrison. They lost Landon Collins. Um, they brought in Jabril Peppers, which is like taking away a player from your team by adding a horrible one. Um, their wide receiver core, like Ben mentioned, absolutely depleted. They had a couple big injuries. Um, Corey Coleman was going to start for this team before he got injured, which says bad enough shit about your wide receiver core. And then Golden Tate uh, got suspended for PEDs. Um, so it's a, it's rough looking. They do have Daniel Jones waiting the wings who they think is the quarterback of the future. 
Uh, I'm not totally sold on that, uh, but such as it is, those are the New York Giants right now. They won every game in the preseason, um, but they lost their, like I said, I mean, they gave away Odell Beckham. He was their receiving yards leader. They gave away their tackles leader in Landon Collins. Um, so they've got Eli and they've got Saquon. Uh, other than that, you're looking at like Wayne Gallman is their second right. leading rusher. Evan Ingram is their only other receiving target. It's like yeah, St- Sterling Shepard, I guess. Yeah, he's it's Evan in Ingram, but you know they're they're you know they're out Golden Tate too. He's suspended as he as he I think you mentioned, but uh, they're just not a very good team, man. They're really not. This is a rebuild era for for the G men. Um, I think before the end of the year, they give the reins over to the rookie, uh, Daniel Jones, who we have no idea if will be good, but it's fun to meme him, as the kids do. Um, the Danny, Danny, Dimes. Danny Dimes. Danny Dimes. So um, I think we see him in the second matchup, as I already said. But, yeah, th- this looks like a win. You know, we, With or without Zeke, I just can't imagine. I think talent wins out, and we just have more talent across pretty much the board here. Agree. What I'm really looking for out of this game is just to like not shake the rust off, but just get some muscle memory going as far as like the new offense. See Tank back in action. See Byron yeah, see back Kellen in action. Calls the game, man. Honestly. I want to see Kellen's offense. I'd love to see Michael Gallup have a great game. Kind of his, you know, emergence as the new number two weapon. You want to see Amari do his thing after sitting out of practice for a month with a weird foot injury. And you want to see the young boy Tony Pollard. Uh, and, you know, see the offensive line function as a complete unit. We haven't got to see them all together in more than a year. Yeah, I'm, I'm with all of that. Um, yeah, I think Fred Beard back is going to be wondrous for this team. Um, you know, once Colombo took over as O-line coach, too, I think L's numbers looked way better once he, he was kind of promoted to that gig. Um, so, obviously, they have faith in L to give him a five-year extension. So, I, I just think the O-line plays as best as it has since – I don't say 2014 because that was maybe the golden year, but yeah, you know, 2016 level, you know, they, they, they clearly dipped last year. We gave up the second most sacks in the league. Um, some of that on the quarterback Dak holds the ball for fucking ever. I could read a book in the amount of time it takes him to release. <laughs> but, um, yeah, but uh, so I want to see that from the offense, but I'm really, my, my big thing is for these first three games and why I think we're a legit Super Bowl contenders. I think this defense is Super Bowl caliber. I think they're going to take that step forward to a top consensus top five defense. Um, And I think in these first three games go, my big prediction is they hold total the G-men, Redskins, and Dolphins under under 45 points, I'm going to say, under 15 a game. That'd be awesome. I I do not think that that's out of the question at all. Um, So we don't have to score a lot to win either of these first three games. Agree, agree. I'd like to see enough from the offense to make me confident going into New Orleans in week four. Um, obviously, we can't, like, the team can't look forward to week four. They need to go out and play every single week. But I do have a lot, very high expectations for this year. Um, so, get, do you have a score prediction for uh, Sunday? Yeah, I think this is a, I think this is an easy win, man. I think it, it's going to be, um, I believe it's going to be a, 28-10 win. That I was going to say 27-10. So, yeah, that's right in line with uh, what I'm thinking. 28-10 with two Maher missed field goals and a defensive, <laughs> t- and a defensive touchdown. 
old maybe Maher. Um, right on. So, yeah, man. I think we get a good, good start with this defense this year. Hell yeah, dude. I, I'm so stoked, man. I just, it, for fantasy, for Cowboys, Sunday's going to be awesome. So, there you have it, folks. That is our projections for both this Sunday and many coming Sundays. We're super excited to get the year underway. Um, and we're back. Got, there's no, there's no two we week hiatuses coming. No, we are. We'll be back every every in. Tuesday as uh, like clockwork. Uh, we will be back next Tuesday with uh, a breakdown of the Giants game, a preview of the Washington game. Uh, we'll take you through everything that went on and will be going on, and hopefully we'll be talking about the return of Zeke Elliott. Fingers crossed. Uh, the product so, is on. Thank you so much for listening. Please like, subscribe, uh, share, holler at your boys about the podcast, uh, and feel free to hit us up if you uh, would like to ask a question or have any commentary. We do love hearing from the fans. He's right. As always, we're on Twitter uh, at BWBBpod and Goats. I think it is Boys Will Be Boys DC on Instagram. On the gram, correct. We will be posting. Uh, I will be triumphantly posting the second that Ezekiel Elliott signs. So keep oh, yes. on the lookout for that. Um, ben, any final thoughts before we get out of here? No, man. Uh, I, I'm just ready for this, this fucking Dude, thing so to get psyched. going. I'm so psyched. Uh, all right, folks. Uh, so we will see you on Tuesday. Everyone, get ready for the season, baby. It's boys' time. How about them? Woo! And this has been Boys Will Be Boys. Peace. Take it easy.